All right, before we start today's episode, we are going to have a disclaimer like we have for a lot of episodes today or this past couple months. Uh, I think we've had two other movies with disclaimers. So uh, this is dealing with um, a movie in the whole uh, revolution, not revolution, but uh, social injustice with Malcolm X. Yeah, civil rights movement. Um, And so we are three white people talking about this movie and so maybe we are not completely uh informed about everything so if our opinions don't necessarily line up with yours or whatever don't take it personally it's just us kind of talking about the movie and the movie does deal with stuff in that uh social movement um so uh if anything offends you we're not trying to we're just trying to talk about this movie um and just kind of keep that in light um we're just going to try to review the movie as itself and some of that's going to happen in talk about the civil rights movement so uh anyways we will get into the episode but we wanted to let you guys know that before um so hopefully you guys don't hate any of us (laughs) after this episode (laughs) i don't think you will we're not you know we're not gonna hate on anybody in the movie or anything so uh but anyways uh we will get into the episode right now pick out your movie lounge on your couch Watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Couch Critics. I am your host, Easton Moore. Today with me I have my two uh, usual well, I almost said guys, but guy and gal. Yeah. Um, we have the practical co-host himself, Trevor. Uh, hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we've got uh, our all-time guest. Doesn't want to be considered a co-host. So all-time guest, Tristan. That's me. <laughs> okay. So, yep. We've got us three here, and we are going to be doing One Night in Miami, which is a Amazon Prime exclusive. So if you would like to watch this movie, then go ahead and uh, you can listen to our spoiler free part. And then if you have Amazon Prime, which like, I don't know, 90 percent of Americans have, (laughs) then you can watch this movie. And then um, then you can come back for our spoiler part of the review. Um, So just a little a little bit about the movie. It is a movie set uh, during the civil rights movement. And it is about uh, Clayus Campbell. Uh, Malcolm X, um, Sam Cook, Sam Cook, and Jim Brown. Did you say Clayus Campbell? Cash, Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. Clay. Wow, I, I was way off. <laughs> I guess I don't want to. You spo- got the first and last mixed up. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil anything. So, but I was thinking of a different name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, uh. Yeah. So it's mainly about these four guys. <laughs> um. And about uh. Kind of their um like stake in uh in the civil rights movement and it's basically this them talking about the movement and how they can affect it um over one night after uh, an event um and it's basically an hour and 20 minutes is just them in a room kind of discussing it and that's yeah. kind of the the main premise of the movie so if that sounds interesting or if you want to keep listening to see you know our thoughts on the movie uh, without spoilers, then, um, yep, that's just a little synopsis of the movie. I'm going to pull it up on Letterboxd, but I will let you guys go ahead and start off um, just kind of talking generally of, you know, did you like the movie? Did you not like it? Uh, kind of go into it without going to the spoilers. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. 
However, I'm also a sucker for movies that can that can operate with good conversation and good acting on minimal set pieces. Yeah. I do have to say before before you really go off, this is based on a true story yeah, loosely. Uh-huh. And I actually I wanted to bring that up. Okay. I looked up an article after and maybe I'll put it on Twitter or something. Um so the so those four guys all did stay the night after and that's the fight between Cassius Clay and the first time him and Liston fought in Miami. Um they all did stay the night, but the conversations they have are kind of sewn together from multiple conversations they had with each other over the course of like a long period yeah. of time. So this is a fictional account of a historical. Yeah, but it, it, it is at least uh, true as in these are things that these guys specifically talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it is cool that we get to see that. Yeah. In a, yeah. And um, I think the actors do a really good job of portraying their individual characters they're supposed to be representing. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this yeah. movie. Well, you were talking about the individual set pieces mm-hmm. and people talking, and I cut you off if you had anything else you wanted to oh, say no, there. I was gonna, I was going to say, like, movies... I So I just really enjoyed that. I really like movies like... Uh, I really like Sunset Limited. I really like 10 Cloverfield Lane. And both of those movies both take place just, like, in a room, basically. Sure. Um, so movies that can, that can do that and pull it off well, to me, I usually really end up enjoying... Yeah, I'm I kind I don't really like that. Um I there were several times in the movie that I was like this is you, you so many times someone would have left already. Like it's just a little it was just a little far-fetched, I guess, for it to all happen in one night. I think the idea of it is really cool. Um and it was a they did well doing it. It's just not my fave. This, uh, I'm kind of 50 50 on this movie. One, the acting is really, really solid. Mm-hmm. All four of these yeah. guys did fantastic. Trevor said that they all really feel like their own individual characters, and they do. Mm-hmm. With And they also feel like they all have their own, um, like own background and personal beliefs on this stuff. And I think that's important because you're getting, uh, different views and different paths and different like lights on the subject. Yeah. Um, all from people in the African, like all of these guys are, yeah. are black. So I think that's really cool. Uh, and they all did a really good job. I think that's the best thing about the movie is the acting. Mm-hmm. Um, second to, I do think they go over some really, really good stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of the conversation was really good, <laughs> but then on the other hand, some of it was also really bad. And I, that's probably because it's a true story. And so they had to talk about some of the stuff that they actually talked about yeah. and some of the fights they had and that some people were more, you know, aggressive than others and, and thought things that, you know, maybe I just don't personally agree with. So I don't like how they fought so much for that mm-hmm. one ideal when somebody else had something that aligns more to me and he, you know, didn't get his say as much or whatever. But sure. um, a lot of this movie goes down to 50 50 of what I like. Um, and about, you know, it all being in one room, those kind of movies are kind of, again, 50, 50. I think yeah. I like more of those movies when there's a sense of thrill or like suspense mm-hmm. yeah, rather than just a discussion speed. Like, I gotcha. Um, like the invitation, mm-hmm. invitation that oh, we yeah, watched, yeah. that was all in one house and it was a suspense movie. Yeah. And so... Um, which I'm not saying that was like a five star or anything, but it was <laughs> sure, really, it sure. was enjoyable because it had that little extra, extra like they're in this room for a suspense. Yeah, um, yeah. The room, uh, or just room. I think it's just called room with uh, 
Brie Larson, right? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the no, room. No, not the room. <laughs> just it's just called Room. Okay. Uh, same girl that plays Captain Marvel, yeah, Brie, Brie Larson. Larson. Yeah, um, where she gets kidnapped and like is forced in this like all oh, she she just lives in this one room. Oh, okay. Um, with her son, um, who was born in the room and like grew up for like six years in the room, and so like the wow. first hour of that movie is just them in the room, and like yeah. there's a suspense to it because she is capture like you know yeah. anyways um so i think it's a real i can't think of any other movies but they're kind of like <laughs> sure 50 yeah. 50 but i do uh i do have to say i really did like the acting in this movie yeah uh especially jim brown which is aldous mm-hmm. hodge mm-hmm. um i hope i'm saying that route he's right? in a lot of movies yeah he was he's- by far my my favorite character and yeah. just that opening which i won't ruin anything but the opening scene that you see jim brown in was i think a great oh, way of, like obviously mm-hmm. very good terrible oh but, yeah yeah ultimately <laughs> yeah terrible. we're not saying it's great because of what happens but i think it's a great way to just set up just kind of what where they're, they're at yeah like yeah. where the united states is and how people treat uh you know african-americans blacks in, in this time period and just yeah. kind of uh the whole setting it was a great way to kind of just get the movie going yeah. and um so i don't want to ruin what happened there but it was right. definitely uh hard to see and hard to watch well it yeah. was for a really long time yes and then it instantly became yeah. <laughs> difficult to watch yes <laughs> um but like i you know we're in 2020 and i mean i don't know what you guys <laughs> kind of people you're around but that's not like that's not the way <laughs> it's not that, okay i don't no. know what kind of people you guys are around <laughs> throwing us under the bus yeah, what does no. that mean, I, meant, I meant listeners oh like oh, okay, sure okay okay we're, we're listening in wichita kansas where as far as i know none of the, like that's not <laughs> that's not a normal people thing. don't say that yeah, yeah but maybe in some other part uh, they do and i don't want to you know so maybe okay. that hit more at home because you're like man that's bad and i see that yeah we don't yeah. ever yeah. see that like right. yeah thankfully like yeah. that's all the good thing and i'm I'm hoping that we inch closer and closer and, to just eradicating that whole entire theology. Yeah. Or yeah. Well, ideology, and like but. we say, like we said um, in the disclaimer, like yeah. maybe if you're black or brown and like maybe you've experienced this yourself, but like we, we wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that plays into that as well. Because maybe we do know people that would do that, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And a lot of yeah. times, you know, it, uh, the thing about that is like, you don't know until you see it. A right. lot of yeah. people who have those kind of beliefs of like, you know, they, they, those kind of more racist tendencies, mm-hmm. um, you don't see it until like they're put in that situation. Right. They react and you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. And I, I yeah. grew up in uh, a high school and that was very diverse. Mm. Um, one of the most diverse in Kansas. So I don't know how much that says to the rest of the world, but <laughs> just a very diverse, yeah. not meaning that it was majority white or majority yeah. black, majority Mexican. Like it was sure. a very, very highly diverse. So there was a like not quite 50, 50, but I mean like yeah, 25%, 33%, 40%, like all really like one of the most diverse one in Kansas. One might say a diverse school. Yes. <laughs> and we prided ourselves on that. And so I did see yeah. like racism because some people were born in the country and they just didn't see until they went to high school and like they just, they grew up and their parents taught them poorly. Yeah. And so I would see that. But the majority of what I saw was everyone was used to being around everyone and yeah. you realize when you're around other people that there is no differences yeah. uh, other than how you're brought up and how you're 
you're taught. I mean, there's there's no difference in as in the color, good old so. South Pacific tune goes. You've got to be carefully taught. Yeah, sure. I don't mm-hmm. know that, but it's a song. Um, of, it's a song about racism. Okay. But. <laughs> I was um, so back to um, the actual movie. I oh yeah. Um, I really really liked seeing Sam Cooke. Um, yeah, be played. I think Leslie Odom Jr. did a phenomenal yes. job Absolutely. with him. Um, and it's I I really really love movies that um, portray true events. Yeah. Um, and I but I get like too into it because I really want to know what actually happened. And so I believe every single thing that I see. And then someone's like, "Well, wait, that it actually didn't happen exactly like that." And I'm like, <laughs> "Dang it." <laughs> they lied to me you failed me movies yeah <laughs> but um just because i sucked at history and i it's hard for me to like imagine that and so seeing it is really helpful for me and i really enjoy it but anyway um i had he sings um the chain gang song oh yeah um in this movie and i had just listened to that song the other day and i hadn't listened to it in forever because you listen to you were telling me you listen to Sam Cooke pretty frequently, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they played a Bob Dylan song, which I love Bob Dylan as well. Um, so it was, I, and I, I was telling you since this, I forget that, like, it's hard for me to put all of these people that I know into one era. And so, like, Bob Dylan's from the 60s, Cassius Clay's in the 60s, Sam Cooke's in the 60s. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that they, like, maybe knew, knew each, each other, other yeah. or like well and that's we're a, making music at the same time like yeah. yeah i don't it's hard for me to put all that together i guess so i love seeing that and that's a hard thing for anybody to do i think when you get when you're so focused in an into like a area of study or like something something that you enjoy mm-hmm. um yeah i because i'm the same way i'll you know especially with like Learning music history and stuff in school, mm-hmm. I remember we would get, you know, oh, well, we're talking about this time. Well, these guys actually probably knew each other and probably worked on some things. And it's like, oh, it's like almost. Yeah. You forget that the world is not like in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and that, like, you know, but I that was an aspect of this movie I really enjoyed uh-huh. that brought that out because I I know a little bit about Cassius Clay and like his his boxing career and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would have never guessed that those four guys would all have known each other and have been friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they mentioned the Beatles in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. They were it's, alive it's at a, the same time. It's a 60s culture overload. Yeah. <laughs> Which the 60s, I, I really yeah. enjoy the and music all of the 60s. Of this being and- done with Malcolm X being in the rise and Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. in the rise during the, like, all of that music was written during the mm-hmm. uh, civil pro- rights movement. Protest songs. And yeah, stuff, yeah. So. You don't think about that listening back to it because we're listening to a song from the 60s in 2020, which I guess maybe in the current state of the world, it may make a little bit more sense. But um, it's much, much different when it finally puts it all in perspective Mm -hmm. in a movie like this, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sam songs and Bob Dylan's. And yeah. And I loved when when they played Bob Dylan's song, they did it on a record, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) And they had a record player in the. Hotel, hotel room, room yeah. and they went to their bag and got out a record <laughs> like i can't imagine like traveling with my records this is my yeah. music well yeah. And, yeah and sam cook you know he, when he comes into the hotel room he brings in a guitar because he thinks they're gonna have a party and like if you want live music there might not be a way to listen to music in yeah. there and so you need to bring it you know yeah. And, yeah and he just starts writing a song when he's waiting which is really cool 
I thought oh, I didn't catch I think that. he's That's working cool. on this yeah. song. Yeah, like he has time and he just like thinks he like just put it yeah. in perspective and started thinking about what was going on and he just started writing a song. That's cool. I That's what I took that. from it because he made he made a comment about something uh-huh. and then immediately started playing and kind of like thought about it and was like oh singing. maybe i do remember that now okay yeah okay. when he's in the hotel room by himself yeah because yeah. he gets there early because he's yeah. got his fast okay. sports car yeah. in the car oh uh, he, <laughs> no he I wasn't also, in the car he was i also definitely took like i didn't fall asleep during this movie but i could feel my eyes getting drowsy because mm-hmm. i watched it super yeah. early if you saw his tweet he watched this at, at like 7 a.m yeah and so Which no like, one said he had to he just decided just, to yeah. uh but I could feel my eyes getting drowsy, and so I definitely like took a couple of naps during. <laughs> Which I mean, it's slow for a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I like this is a movie that you could easily just. Well, it's a, like what you were talking about earlier. It's a lot of just philosophical conversation, and where do we, yeah. where do we as a people stand, kind of thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I but I agree, Tristan. I really enjoy those movies where uh, there's a historical stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um. I have to say that I think they casted everyone really well, mm-hmm. um, but Cassius Clay is like so much beefier than his actual like real life person. You think so? I don't think so. I think he was spot on. Wait, he, um, you mean the actor is more buff than he yes. was in person, like yes. in real life? Yeah. If you huh. look, because uh, at uh, obviously. Was it Muhammad Ali died his anniversary of his death yesterday? Today's Mar- today Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and, uh-huh. I, and I think yesterday was the because there was a lot of uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, it was either his, his it was probably his death, um, and I just saw a lot of pictures and a lot of videos and mm. stuff of him, and he looked like he's one of those like not chubby but like you husky? know husky. He's Beefy? not he's not toned. Oh, okay. He's okay. he's got muscle. I mean, obviously, like Patrick Mahomes. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Which we don't <laughs> rip. What? Patrick oh, Mahomes rip yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah. Oops. Oh, speaking fan, of yeah. dates, how fitting is it that we're doing this movie on? Yeah, I was Martin trying to. Yes. I was trying to move that way by bringing all this up. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. I, so it looks like uh, Muhammad Ali died on June thirteenth of two thousand sixteen. I'm trying to look up. Maybe there. Maybe that's when like. He won the the oh, belt, yeah. But I guess it would have been in March because this movie takes place. He, bo- in, he was March. born on January seventeenth. That's what I thought. It was either his birth oh, or his death. Born. January seventeenth. Okay, gotcha. I, I okay, knew it was yeah. one of the two. I just let me, let me didn't see know him. which. I didn't know which. Didn't I will, know which. So a a little minor spoiler. I don't think it's actually spoiling that much. Um, he uh, okay, yeah. He He's, um. Sorry, I'm having trouble forming a thought. Oh, the underwater photo. Maybe the reason I thought that he was a good, his body build was a good choice to like match Muhammad Ali's is because that underwater photo when they took it is like, it looked identical to me to the the same pose and same like build and everything mm. to the actual underwater photo. I'm trying to find a, a photo of... um. Ellie Gore, who plays Cassius Clay in the movie. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm not really finding one. I hey, mean, we, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we can keep moving on, but I, I just thought it was really weird because he looks like huge in the ring. Gotcha. 
I did find a picture. Uh, we had to take a little detour and stop our podcast, but we did find a picture, and uh, everyone does agree that the guy looks a little bit bigger. Not that big of a deal. I just thought it was funny that if the guy was looked ginormous in the ring, and I was like, I thought Muhammad Ali was almost like this, just kind of like a standard looking, not standard, obviously, but you know. Now that I think about it. Nothing too ripped. And that could have just been the time, though. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Those I was going to say that. Like, like, if we were to see like a person that actually looks like Muhammad Ali did, we would be like, oh, he's not that. Yeah. You know, so this maybe guy, that yeah. helps. This guy's the champion of the world? Yeah. For heavyweight? Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. a... But at the uh, same time, I don't know if you guys watch current boxing, but no. uh, Tyson Fury is a flabby guy. Oh, really? <laughs> like real, like he does not look like a boxer at all. Is that something all. you would say to his face? I mean, he, I think he may agree, <laughs> um, but no, he would kill me. I was going to say. I don't think he would kill me. He seems like, like he's a really cool level-headed guy. Like three oh, or good. four three or four years ago, he was like 330 or 40 pounds, like really, really like fat, fat. Oh. And he was like depressed, almost killed himself. And then out of nowhere, he just flipped his life around, started training. Like he was a boxer before, stopped okay. boxing, got really big, went back to boxing. And then now he's the heavyweight champion of the world. and beat uh dang uh not tyson i don't know he beat the other guy i don't know what it yeah, is yeah gotcha but anyways anyway. um that is popular in the boxing world like you don't have to be a tone yeah guy. like it's it's, it's a, just it's a, strength movement i mean yeah, yeah boxing it's is com- it's a big combination of things yeah yeah there's a lot that goes into it anyways we can get off the boxing part of it and move on to the actual <laughs> movie uh but i don't know what else we can really talk about without spoilers but Unless you guys got anything. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> we just found out something. Well, I just found out something about Tristan a second ago. I don't know. Can we spoil that? No. It's not I, really a spoiler. Well, I guess it's not, but. And we've already kind of. We've kind of mentioned. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think we did, but. Well, we've been going back and forth. I guess we'll just wait. We'll wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, was there anything else? Nope. Um, The last two movies, I've said something about the music, but the music like besides Sam Cook singing, yeah. it wasn't anything. Yeah, it's not special. It, the, no. the the music is important when it's there because it's historical pieces, and that's mm. supposed to put you in the time period. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with its pieces with Bob Dylan, they really dive into that. All mm-hmm. of Sam Cook stuff, he does some live performances, and like it, which I loved seeing. Those. Yeah, and it was yeah. supposed to cement like this is the world that they were living in, and this is what he had to deal with as an artist, and the things that he had to think about when he was going on tour and yeah and why he wrote the music the way he did and all that so like the music is important but only when it's using like the people in the movie like yeah there's no like score to the movie right, that's right. really interesting at all yeah um but okay yeah we can go ahead and uh go ahead and give our recommendations <laughs> for the movie and then we can go ahead and uh go to our spoiler part of the reviews trevor do you recommend yes i do tristan um yeah there, there's some language I feel like I should sure. mention. Um, you usually are teller I'm of the language. I'm the language police. Yep. Although I would say that it's used effectively. Uh, yeah, for the most part. It's just a lot. It's yeah. it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be for some reason. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Some racial slurs in this just to reflect the period. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I really, I'll just, I'll just say, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do also recommend it, but I 
also think that this movie is um I, it feels like it's being pushed out now for a reason mm. and i don't know how much i like or dislike that because gotcha. uh, it does feel like it's pushing a narrative one way um and there is good pushback by some of the other people um mm-hmm. but it having a obviously one of its main characters be malcolm x um, yeah, yeah. pushes it in a certain direction um, what, whatever your positions or views are on Malcolm X that could very much differ how you like or dislike this movie yeah um, but as a whole I do think they have some really 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 good conversations um, that it, it's really cool and good for Americans to hear that these people that were obviously huge people in the movement and in our history, Mm -hmm. uh, what their views on it were. Um, And I mean, you may be able to just read that, I guess. But for some of us who are more watchers than readers, (laughs) um, it is it it was good to see it in in light and in movie form. So it is definitely yes, but a little bit of, I guess, more disclaimer on on the movie but mm-hmm. yeah i i do recommend it so we will cut it to break uh and then we will come back for the spoiler part of the review all right we are back from our uh ad break and we are going to be going into our spoiler part so if you haven't seen the movie and don't want anything spoiled it's not really a highly spoiler spoiler spoilable it's not super spoily spoiler movie so i don't know how i feel about the word spoily I like it. It sounds like I was gonna say it sounds like something a kid would say, but <laughs> you do work with children. <laughs> I do work with children. Yeah. Um, and their parents. There's not really a lot to spoil about the movie. So no, you know I think there's maybe so, but now we can stuff just, we didn't mention. Yeah, so now we can just talk about anything. But yeah. um but if you you know, if you want to go watch it before you listen to this, now's the time to go ahead and get off and then you can come back and listen to it after you've seen the movie. Like I said, it's on Amazon Prime, just free for any Prime users. So uh, pretty easy to get a hold of and watch. It's about an hour and 40 minutes, 50 minutes, something like that. So it's not too long of a movie. And uh, we all three recommended it because it does have some some good uh, talking discussions that are good for people to to hear. So we'll go ahead and just cut it to whoever wants to start just talking about anything. Well, I know Trevor wanted to mention something in a spoiler-free part um, that Cassius Clay uh, is Muhammad Ali and Tristan didn't know and I actually didn't know that who I'd never even heard the name Cassius Clay really oh really it was always Muhammad Ali yeah but halfway through the movie I was like it makes like I thought maybe it was going that way Mm -hmm. because at the beginning of the movie I was like why are they having a boxer on here that's not Muhammad Ali because it's the (laughs) Because like I said, I didn't yeah, know yeah. That, that Cassius Clay, and it looked like Muhammad Ali. Like when it first said his name, I thought it was going to say Muhammad Ali, and it said Cassius Clay. Yeah. And then halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, okay, I wonder if this is Muhammad Ali, and it changes the name, and sure enough, yeah. blah, 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 and, he, stuff happens. and he talks about a name change. Yeah. Like throughout the night or whatever. Yeah, yeah eventually um, throughout the night. So, And I think the reason that people think of him as Muhammad Ali and not Cassius Clay is because one of the things he's really famous for is that uh, Liston yep. photo where he's standing over him with the when he's got his yeah uh, arm all tucked up. That's from their second fight. Yeah, after he had become Muhammad Ali. And I think people also remember a lot about uh, 
the name Muhammad Ali, obviously, because it was a big deal that yeah. he had switched over. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And he was one of the best boxers of all time. And that was the name that he was until he died. Please, Easton. He was the best okay. boxer. Well, I'm <laughs> saying that there are debates, you know. I mean, Tyson is I one. I know, you know. I'm just giving you crap. Um, I'm not. I wasn't alive to see his fights, and neither were you. But that's true. I wasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course, he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest. Uh, and then he also did a lot for um, social change and and donating. And um, uh, I can't remember exactly, but he did a lot of stuff in Africa okay. as Muhammad Ali. And yeah. so, like, he did a lot under the name of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Uh, I wish I remembered it all because it's definitely something I was taught in school, and we went over all of the stuff that he did as a person because hmm. he's uh, a huge historical figure uh, and did a lot of things for a lot of people. And you can tell from this movie that he's genuinely – a good guy like he's not just a boxer that likes yeah. punching people's face in well he, he was obviously his, super his friend come in to be on his team for was spiritual encouragement yeah. or yeah. something yeah. like that yeah <laughs> um and he he's definitely a menace in the ring and it oh, shows yeah. that like he messes around and like he wants to beat the crap out of his guy yeah. and he plays with them too yeah um but uh i think he's obviously one of the biggest people and United States history. And so, yeah, I think sure. that's why Muhammad Ali, people remember that name. And I'm maybe I was told, but it was probably like a his first name was Cassius Clay. Like a, and then, trivia yeah, it's like yeah. it's not something that they like was on a test. Yeah, right. <laughs> what was Muhammad Ali's name before he switched to Islam? And I'm pretty sure that's definitely not something that they would put on a test <laughs> in American uh, American history. History. Classes. Yeah. Public school <laughs> uh, saying that one of the biggest, you know, Influ- influencers and you know yeah. the last hundred years was somebody who transitioned to Islam so um, the nation of Islam yeah Um, I was dang surprised by that yeah and because I know the name Cassius Clay and I know the name Muhammad Ali that's never that's even, funny that you know the name Cassius Clay. And I never I even <laughs> it never even occurred to me that that was what was happening or going to happen. Did you think and he looked like him it. a lot? I didn't even think about you didn't it. Think about it. Okay. I and that's that's the thing too of like I don't remember the people. Yeah. At yeah, the sure. at their time, so like it's I just, couldn't have told you Muhammad Ali was a famous boxer in the sixties. Like I yeah, he's a famous boxer, but I like I couldn't have told you when and then. I, yeah, yeah. It just got all, it gets all mixed up in my brain. Sure. Yeah. So another thing we were talking about earlier was uh, the scene where the guy that plays. So is it Jimmy Brown? Is that his name? Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown? Okay. Uh, he uh, he comes and visits the the house in Georgia, his hometown. I guess. Yeah. That's what I got the vibe. I got. Yeah. Yeah, that was incredibly shocking when he gets up because he. I like, knew he was going to be a bad guy. Uh, I, I knew the white guy was going to. He was being too nice. Yeah. I, well, I thought it was it just, you know, because he's even saying things like, you know, some people around here, they really they don't you know, they talk down about you, but not me. I've mm-hmm. always been your biggest support. Oh, by the way, stay outside, please. Well, it's like the way that he does it, like it's almost she like says, manipulative. It's like, so yeah, so he's saying all this good stuff. I'm pretty sure I called it right, literally right before he did something like, because the white guy is like, 
yeah, being so nice and like, do you want some lemonade? Oh, get him a lemonade anyway. Like he said, no, but give him a lemonade anyway. And then do you need like anything? What's going on? Like he wants to know about him, all this stuff. Yeah. And then she says, hey, can you help me Yeah. move the China cabinet or whatever it was? And he's like, oh, I can help you. And like, yeah, obviously he's, he's a, a strong dude. Yeah, big guy. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, heck yeah. I Because I thought they were going to ask him for help maybe yeah. at first. Like, would you mind coming in? And yeah. Maybe, you know, but nope. <laughs> but, and he offers instead. And then he's like, oh, that's really nice of you. But you know, we don't allow. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. And I, right before he said that, I was like, I feel like he's a bad guy. And then yeah. he says that, and I was like, ah! And I, I was definitely like, I mean, I really hope not, because it talks about how they're family friends, and yeah. like their family yeah. have been together forever, and it's like, how can you not, how can you say that, Yeah. and then not even allow them in your house? Like, yeah. you're obviously not friends, and I, what if the one thing, like, call me if you ever need anything. Okay, well, I need to come in your house. Well, sorry, I can't do <laughs> that for you. Right. Like, are you... I can get you all the lemonade you want, but I can't let you come. It was also super sly how he kept him out in the sunroom. I know because I was, I thought he was in the house and then he says that and then it shows him standing in the doorway and it was like, you pigeon. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think that definitely, that whole scene, I think definitely sets the tone. It does. Oh yeah. It does. For sure. And for his perspective. Yeah. Of, of everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So the Africa thing I was thinking of, which is one of the most famous things of Muhammad Ali's life, is it's the rumble in the jungle is when oh, yeah, he the fought mm-hmm. in Africa yeah. against mm-hmm. George Foreman, yeah. which was one of the best boxers in that time as well. He so. fought against a grill? <laughs> well, he was something before the grill. <laughs> I know. I oh, wait. Joke. Is he the same guy that created the, the grill? Guy. Mm-hmm. Really? Are you going to have another revelation <laughs> just now? <laughs> That's insane. Oh, Mom man. and dad had a George Foreman. Yeah, you I go know. Out, go on box forever and you come out with a household inside. So grill. you're either um <laughs> you either create appliances or you become a movie star. No, that was a football player. Oh a, dang it. That was a there was a slick name for the fight in Miami too. I'm gonna see if I can look, One Night look. Miami? No, I think Ayo. it was one. Okay, okay. <laughs> um I just knew there was something, but that that's what it was. And there was a lot of obviously he went to Africa and there was a huge like gathering because Muhammad Ali was in Africa and mm-hmm. I'm sure he did stuff. But uh, it's one of the most famous pictures as well of, of him. But yeah, um, you guys were talking about something. And now I forgot because I brought that up. We're talking about the horribleness of the Georgia man who oh. wouldn't let him into his house. Yeah. yeah. But I guess that. Yeah, I didn't have to add anything. because I did add stuff. Yeah. but yeah, uh, We don't need to talk about that anymore. Yeah. Um, we can talk. Uh, so, um, Sam Cook, when he's staying at that super nice hotel, uh huh. Um, and then they're I'm gonna go into their discussion in a little bit. Sure. Um, and they're and and he goes to Cassius Clay's hotel room, and he's like, "This place is a dump." No, he doesn't go to Cassius Clay's. He goes to Malcolm X's. Okay, fine, Malcolm X's, and. Uh, um, I I like I like before that when he's in the room with his lady and mm-hmm. she's like, why couldn't we have stayed at? Because apparently they're in a majority white. Not hotel. majority. They couldn't even or book only the hotel. White. Yeah, they couldn't book the hotel as I I as a black think person. I think that Sam Cook was so sly in like 
what he did it wasn't manipulating, but it was like, like he had his white manager book the hotel room. And like, if I was him, I would feel like, oh, you tried to keep me out and look at me. I'm living it up. <laughs> I would feel like on top of the world if I was Sam Cooke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is this, is this the hotel that they're in? She, she was talking about, about a different one, right? The, the, the really nice one that. Um, Sam Cook and his lady stay in. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Because then, I was because the I remember they they say something about how the one that they spend the night in is like a was like a I don't know what you call it like it was used um, <laughs> most of the time by like African American peoples. I remember reading maybe that was in the article I read or you're something talking about the one that Malcolm X is in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. there was. So hotel, I was just confused there for a second. Yeah, yeah. they were in a hotel that mo like. That catered to, um, like it was a black person hotel because yeah. mm-hmm. there was still segregation yeah. and stuff. And so, yeah. uh, the one that Sam Cook was in, he wasn't technically allowed in, but somebody else booked oh, his the room. Man- okay, yes. his manager booked the now. room, and because he's like, I can get around it. Man, that's the last time I watch a movie that early in the morning. There's, <laughs> I'm missing a lot stuff of stuff you missed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he mentions that, and then he talks later about when him and Malcolm Max are talking. He says. Sam Cooke says, um, this, like, my guy wrote a song and it got to 94 on top 100. And then this guy, this white guy, the Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I forgot which band it was, which again, I completely forgot that the Rolling Stones were at that time. He said British invasion. And I was thinking Beatles. Yeah. And then he said Rolling Stones. And I was like, right. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah. Rolling and, Stones um, are huge. And they got to number one. And he said, every time that song is played is money in my pocket. And money in the guy that and, wrote the yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you're a boss. Yeah. And I, that's one thing I really disliked about Malcolm X's character and probably person is how he just demeaned anybody who did yeah. anything outside of what he thought was right. Yeah, how movement. you should approach. Yeah, how you yeah, should approach like, it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Sam Cook's like, I'm approaching this as a, a black person, like who I can get ahead of the system because I'm doing what the white people do. Yeah, I'm doing what they're doing to gain wealth, and that's what other like more of us need to do. This. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're thinking as uh, I, at least I'm maybe I hope I'm not putting words into Sam Cook's mouth, but he's like, <laughs> the black people around us are putting themselves in a disadvantage by thinking like that the white people are doing it wrong or whatever. And it's like, we need to think like them and then we can be, you know, wealthy or whatever. We can gain our own popularity and wealth. Like I'm doing what other producers are doing. I learned from them. Yeah. And I'm just doing that. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I'm helping my black brothers Mm -hmm. by selling their music to white people to gain yeah. them money because right. I know that they're not going to sell as well. And that's one thing, race for sure. And yeah. also popularity matters. Like yeah. if you write a really good song and you're not popular, you're not going to make a lot of money on it. Right. You may get popular. It's possible. Or you could sell that really good song to an already popular person. Mm-hmm. And then you make millions of dollars off of that one song. Yeah. And that person just stole your music and it happens all the time. Yeah. And it's white people selling it to white people, black people selling it to white people, white people mm-hmm. selling to black. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it, all over the, the place. <laughs> now it's all over the place. I'm sure. Yeah. And that, and back then I'm sure it wasn't as much, but Sam cook was trying he to was do an that. innovator. Yes. In that, mm-hmm. in that um, regard. And I hated how Ma- Malcolm X 
demeaned him for mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a majority of this argument that they have in the hotel is between Malcolm X and Sam yeah. Cooke. Yeah. And I think it's just like what we've been talking about. It's just that the way that they approach the situation, which is just segregation and how do you approach yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're just, the ways they approach it are so opposite. And it's almost like... Well, and yeah, you're right. He demeans him for a lot of it for how yeah. you know, how dare you not use your voice to help our cause kind mm-hmm. of yeah. thing. And, and he's like, "Well, like, I am." Yeah, but, yeah. And he's throwing his music back in his face, and yeah, yeah. And he plays that song by Bob Dylan, and, and, and Sam has his own convictions wind. about it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It's, it's not like he Which hasn't he about. thought about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's also he like, knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, well, not like I know exactly what I'm doing. And I know it's wrong. He's just like, I I want to do this. But I know that if I do this, I can't do this as well. Oh, I sure, can't sure. promote like some cognitive dissonance. Yeah. He's like, yeah. if I do this, I may not be able to do this. And I want to do this first so that I can help everyone else around me and help, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I can use my voice. And eventually he does. Yeah. Um, probably through some pushing of Malcolm X, which I think was really like there was good that happened throughout that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was way too much of a dick, in my opinion. Um. Yeah. He just did it in a, he does, uh, he yeah, did it in a poor way. And yeah. I think that's the biggest problem that I think a lot of people have with Malcolm X is that he had a good, like he was obviously for civil rights and we all wanted that, but he yeah. definitely did it in a way that we didn't think was good. And, you know, that's just an opinion. Some people think it was the right way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually, yesterday I talked, just because we're kind of on that subject. Sure. I told you guys earlier, I was talking to my friend, Justin, who's a part of a musical group, Nicole Noel, who does a lot of like, work for the progressiveness of like black music and black Mm. culture and stuff and like classical music. Um, I asked him about like what, how his, what he thought about Malcolm X and, you know, and and he said uh, he kind of saw it as a good way to do it is like Killmonger and black Panther in the movie black Panther. They both are kind of heading toward the same goal, but it's just, they're they're both going about it in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, so not saying we're not and like we're not saying that Malcolm X like was in the wrong, but like yeah. for his goal and end goal. So the way he's getting to it is like he shouldn't have talked to his friend that way. Yeah. You know? And and it definitely does press like it does show you that a little bit in the movie because everyone talks about how he talks about white people. It says multiple yeah. times that um, how Malcolm X calls all white people the devil. Mm-hmm. And so like it definitely does put that in your mind. And I'm glad they didn't overlook that. I yeah. think that's yeah. something they definitely could have done and just been like, oh, look, Malcolm X is just doing what he like. He mm-hmm. he did have flaws. And I think it was showing that. Um, but it also did show a lot of the good that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were talking about that because the first part of the movie, he just seems like a real jerk. Mm-hmm. Like he's he does. He and and everyone else sees it. Yeah. Like it, he's yeah. putting himself on this pedestal and they 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 almost get him. Like yeah. there's a there's a time in the movie where like everyone's pinned against him almost and it looks like he's about to fold. Mm. Um because they talk about how um he's just like a leech on uh oh, popular yeah. people. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he has he has nothing of his his own. He just like suckers onto other yeah. strong people. Yeah. Um which and it looked like that really hit him. Yeah. Uh, which which credit to the actor. Um, yeah. I think Sam Cooke's the one that said that. Leslie um, yeah. Jr. Um, we even talk about the person who played Malcolm X, which is Kingsley Ben Adir. Hmm. Um, but I, I mean, credit to him because he showed that emotion yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when 
well, I guess finishing that other statement. Um, but later in the movie, they they definitely redeem that through what you're talking about, Easton. Um, they redeem the the uh, arrogance of him, I guess. Um, he does he doesn't seem as jerk ish in the because he later can, part I, of the movie. I, I because I of what you're yeah you're saying. Yeah. I hope it's because he. Uh, which I don't know how accurate this. I'm hoping this is accurate or whatever. But yeah, uh, it seems to be throughout the for the movie's sake, it's because of the people those three guys around. Him. Yeah, like they're showing them like your way isn't the only way. We're yeah. all fighting this. Yeah. in our own way, and that you can't demean someone for, for fighting this this way because you want to fight it this way. Mm-hmm. Like we we mm-hmm. have our own thoughts. Like we have our own ideas. You are not yeah. the only person that you know has. Uh, I'm not getting the right words here, but <laughs> you're not the like we think about this too. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not the only one that thinks about this. You're uh-huh. not the, um, yeah, whatever. I can't find the right word. There's a word I'm looking <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. but I'm not yeah. finding it. But you guys get the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of my favorite, and I really like that about it. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of the movie, I think, or the conversation anyway, is when when Jim Brown and Malcolm X talk afterward. I was think I was about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. And he tell and he tells him and he says, You're harshing on this guy like really hard. I talk he, about when they're at the table. Yeah. When they just when the other yeah. guys yeah. leave when mm-hmm. Cassius Clay and uh Sam leave to go get some booze. Yeah. <laughs> uh but he said uh and he says oh he says Sam has the most economic freedom mm-hmm. out of any any of us. Yeah. He can basically do like whatever he wants, mm-hmm. you know. And it's um, like what's freedom without economic freedom? Yeah. Doesn't he say something like something that? Like, that. Mm-hmm. But, like the first thing to freedom is economic freedom, which yeah. we're still fighting for that today. Like yeah. that's still something that yeah. a majority of black communities are fighting right now is you can have the freedom to go to whatever store you want, have the rights of speech and and yeah. whatever job, but if you don't have economic freedom, your freedom is not as free as you think yeah, it is. Right, yeah, yeah right. it's limited. You can't go to the restaurants you want to because you don't have the money. You can't buy a house in a certain place because you don't. I mean, economic freedom is a big part of freedom. Yeah. And I think that was a good, good yeah. discussion. Point I also that he had. like um, when they're at the table and Jim brings up black and brown. Yeah. Um, Because he's like, he's telling Malcolm, like, you're not even yeah. as dark as me. Yeah. You don't know Your what I. Your black. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what I have gone through, and then th- and that goes back to the yeah. scene at the beginning, which back but... then was real. Oh yeah, well yeah. it still well, is today. Yeah. It still is. It's yeah. not as obviously none of this is as much as it was back then, but yes, it is still something that yeah. yeah. Well, at least in our community, it's not. We, well, you know, and, we and, and yeah. I have a uh, my best friend is um, Hispanic, and she deals a lot with like she she was adopted by a white family, mm-hmm. and she deals a lot with identity you know yeah because she is hispanic but she also yeah. grew up in white culture and so it's real it's kind of yeah. the same thing like if you're mixed like you know black culture and you know white culture but you don't necessarily you know yeah yeah what i'm trying to say well, yeah yeah logic raps about that because <laughs> he's he's half black but looks full white mm. uh, okay yeah and so he grew up in a black community where he was the white guy but yeah yeah anyways yeah. yeah i mean it is i guess it is definitely still still a thing mm-hmm. because a lot of groups take pride in you know sticking together and yeah um 
obviously not good. Um, right. And that, well, there was uh, I'm thinking of specifically a quote that I saw yesterday of Muhammad Ali, which I'll try to find it. I don't know if I will. Well, but, while you're finding yeah. that, I was going to say uh, one of the things I really liked is I I really enjoyed when it, this this conversation for a lot of it, for whatever reason, really seems to kind of be about Malcolm X versus everybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and one of the things that a couple of the things that I saw that I was like, oh, yeah, that could happen is uh, he's talking about he's talking about Cassius and he's like, he's so excited to be embracing this new religion. And he's so excited to be doing all of this. And Cassius is like, I mean, passion is a really strong word. <laughs> I really enjoyed that just because it's it's like. It's like he could only see, pardon, I mean, I don't, pardon the pun, I guess. He only can see in black and white and there's no gray there. Yeah. Um, but Cassius is like, yeah, I want to do this, but like, I'm not like crazy about it. I'm not going to be you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um, um, and then later when he's talking about, you know, we mentioned booze earlier and I think Sam says something like, did you smell his breath in the last hour? Right. Yeah. 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 That was funny. <laughs> and yeah. then they're all like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I did have to say that scene. I think the the dual scenes of Cassius Clay and Sam Cook going off on their own, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm Jim X Brown. and Jim Brown mm-hmm. being together that those were that was probably my favorite two scenes oh, as well. Yeah. And they're talking about black power mm-hmm. in the car, and like, yeah, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the quote I was thinking of by Muhammad Ali was, "Hating people because of their color is wrong, and it doesn't matter which color does the hating; it's just plain wrong." I saw that yeah. yesterday, and it's like that definitely fit uh, what we were just talking about with the Jim Brown and Malcolm X. Uh, conversation and mm-hmm. it still fits now for what we're you know dealing with yeah. currently so it's something that's was said 60 years ago i think yeah 60 years ago 60. that was in the 60s it's 40s? 2020 yes 60 yeah yeah do you do you have no recollection of time this is we just, Do you still think we're living in twenty we, like two thousand one or something? We just keep getting farther and farther away from the nineties. Uh, that's kind of how time works. I'm gonna be thirty soon, guys. <laughs> it's not that old, so don't worry. Well, yeah. aren't you like twenty four? Yeah, yeah. You just wait. Twenty four is not old. Twenty five not old. Thirty is not old. You're not old till you hit. How old's Corey? <laughs> <laughs> Almost fifty. <laughs> Sorry, they listened to this, so I had to throw that jab in there. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I just think it fit. So yeah. and and I like the the quote because we still sixty years still have to have that reminder um, as a nation, not necessarily. I I don't think I would still do, but maybe. And uh, the the nation as a whole definitely does that. Hate is hate, no matter who's throwing mm-hmm. the hate. There's no reason to hate someone based off of their color. So yeah, um, yeah. and of course with MLK, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. with what you know it's. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and obviously yeah. his That's right. his quotes of you know don't judge somebody by the color of their skin, but the content of the character. Same line of what Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. was preaching. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I definitely did really like those those two scenes back to back. So yeah. Yeah. Earlier we had talked about the the concert where Sam in Boston, mm-hmm. which I thought that whole scene was was very cool. I thought, mm-hmm. and I like that there's a moment where. Sam and Malcolm are he's like have you ever even been to one of my shows and he like takes a second account he's like I've been to five of them yeah I, I thought that was really kind of a sweet moment um, yeah 
And I love that that Malcolm X told the story yeah. to the guys. Yes, I, I thought agree. that was really cool. And then uh, we both hated the scene the first time you see Sam Cook sing with in that white. Oh, when oh, they all are making comments. Yeah, and they all just walked out because. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to punch everyone in the room. Yeah, Trisha yeah. was pretty audible. I was getting that. very mad. Yeah. And, he's so, and he was so excited to play there. I yeah. thought that was, yeah. Was yeah, and, and he like, has an album. To, he's like, I can't listen to a black guy sing the song that I a know white. a white person oh, sings. And she's like, this other person sang it so much better. Something yeah. like that. And it's Sorry. like, you only think that because the person who sang it's white. Yeah. No, I obviously don't know yeah. the original, so maybe. And they, I mean, I like, I yeah. honestly yeah. don't know the other version, so maybe. But, like, but, clearly but, she was just yeah, saying she that. she was just saying it because be of pigeon. the race. And the other people yeah. that were leaving was like, I don't want to listen to a black guy sing when I'm at a white party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, obviously made us and all very upset. And how they were, the host guy or whatever, manager. Was trying to get him not to sing mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. But something really cool is that um, Sam Cooke has an album called um, uh, Live at the Copa. Okay. And it's so- it's songs live that he sung it's at the songs Copa Cabana. live at the Copa? Yeah. The Copa Cabana? Yeah. I this thought that incredible. was really cool. Just especially after seeing that because I don't know how much he sang there after yeah. that yeah. you know obviously he did sing there after that but well he recorded an album there from the yeah. sounds of it what would you stop that <laughs> what i'm saying is that it was really cool to see that i think it's weird after. that everyone was saying that he bombed and it's like how, did, how could fault. you how could you not bomb when everyone just immediately hates you because yeah, yeah. before you even start yeah. singing yeah. Or anything. yeah and obviously things went wrong yeah but things only went wrong because he was walked out and everyone already wanted to leave yeah and it's like well then you just now maybe he should have been more professional and been able to look past that but really how can that's not yeah. fair to him no. to no. have to put that on his shoulders right. at least i don't i don't think it's fair to do that right so. well right. i guess neither of us none of us think that's <laughs> yeah. fair to put it on his shoulders uh but i yeah. guess different times so but uh so when they're talking about boston i really enjoyed the the sound editing kind of thing mm-hmm. where they start the Chang Gang song and um, <laughs> and everyone gets into it and then there's that moment where Malcolm says you couldn't even hear him past yeah. the front two lines and then you see the camera pan out and you hear his voice slowly fade and everybody's uh-huh. just doing the chant yeah yeah um, very cool that i love really cool. seeing malcolm x dancing with it too oh oh, like yeah. he stepped <laughs> right. out and started doing and it and I'm even like, when they do the flashbacks and he's making friend. the chant noises in the room yeah and everyone's like just so enthralled with that with that yeah. story. it was very that was a very cool scene yeah. also the fact that everyone was throwing trash at him for uh, the sound yeah. equipment going out like yeah Hey, we just had Not that experience on fault. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and we did what? the we same did thing. The yeah, look at that. And also, the band didn't get up and just leave for no, a second. No, they yeah. did not. Thank goodness. Yeah. Although, that was funny. Maybe, that maybe they you should have. <laughs> that was funny, though, that they uh, they were like, bro, this is on you. We're out. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, and then he looks to the right, and it literally paying the guy to shut off the sound. Yeah. yeah. And all of the band is like, oh, that's on you for another guy paying someone to take out <laughs> our instruments. Like, what? Yeah. Now, maybe that's just, maybe they were just paid guys, and they're like, I'm not going to take all this hate. I'm gone. Yeah, but, like, right. why are... Why would it, the I'm fans... Bl- like, getting very I, upset right now. Yeah, it's like, I go to... Con- <laughs> like, 
the sound equipment can cut out. Like it's yeah, just a part it of life. Yeah. It's technology. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> I guess if that what? actually. I wonder if that actually happened. I'm sure it did. I bet uh, if so. they put something, if they put that in the movie and that isn't something that happened, that is some serious manipulation uh, to the viewers. But I guess maybe you should just assume nothing ever happens in a movie that says based <laughs> on true events. But um, anyways, I mean, we can keep moving on here to yeah. some more stuff about the movie. Um, yeah, when uh, Malcolm X was getting really paranoid yeah. with the white guys at the mm-hmm. in the parking lot and stuff, um, I'm pretty sure. Well, well, yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I figured that might sound bad, but I figured that he had gotten shot by someone like that's how he would die um, just because of all the hate toward him. Um, And some of it was justified. Well, because of the hate that he gave to others. Yeah, not him dying, but some hate towards him was justified because he spoke out and hated certain groups. And so like. Some of, now, obviously, you should never be paranoid that your life is going to be taken because of your views or your uh, protesting or anything. But well, like, you shouldn't have to. Case. Yeah, you shouldn't have to be paranoid for that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he definitely did deserve some of the hate. But obviously, of course, not not death. <laughs> anything, yeah, <laughs> yeah, anything to that extreme. Yeah. Um, right. and then oh, his house on fire. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just. There was so much anger inside of me. Yeah. And Which like is what, seeing I mean, that. Should. Oh like, my word. Yeah. Even if you don't like him like you. And, and it's the same thing we, we deal with today of uh, if you're politically one way, um, you don't like the other person because they're speaking against you for whatever reason. Yeah. But you never wish harm on that other person because right. they believe what they believe for a reason. And, and you should always believe in. Uh, intellectual conversations and debates over physical violence. Mm. And I think that's ultimately what I was trying to say and what yeah. um, what we hate to see when this mm-hmm. kind of stuff happens uh, and why you had so much anger. Um, yeah. Not that you disagree or disagree. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but um, mm-hmm. we hated that because you never want to see anybody have to go through that just for right. uh, the Speaking color of their out. skin or their, mm-hmm. their political views yeah. or social views. So Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to watch. And then I yeah. did know that he was assassinated. So Yeah, and then it's it has the quote happen. at yeah. the end. Yeah. Ugh, that was good. Yeah. yeah. And it's really hard to know that a family has to go through that too. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, watching him of, carry his daughter out. Uh-huh. Oh, and and a I'm lot of cry. pressure. A K forty seven or what yeah. or Tommy Gunn or what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was none of those things, but, but I don't I don't know guns, <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's, I don't. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know what the gun it was, but I know it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> those. It was just a just a rifle. Gotcha. Um but uh just the stress uh mm-hmm. and, and the courage it takes that not only uh, obviously the the man to to speak out what he thinks is right and do what he thinks is right yeah uh, and carry the burden of like my family is in trouble for this and still do it uh not because he doesn't love his family because he thinks what he's doing is important and then for the mother and the children to stand by him during all that mm-hmm. yeah. i think is really important to see and i'm glad they added that even though it's hard to watch yeah um because that's important for for anybody that speaks out in hard times and does things that put their life and their families like that's something you have to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he obviously did love his family. It wasn't like, yeah. a, 
I'm doing my thing and my my wife can deal with the kids and stuff. Like he was, yeah. Uh, at least what it showed. I mm-hmm. again haven't read his autobiography or anything, right. but uh, um, it did look like uh, he really did care for his family. So yeah, yeah and the the props to the actor in those scenes. Too, oh yeah, those ending scenes that was really really good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I did look up real quick about uh if if that yeah, that, that actually that awesome show actually did happen. So, uh, Jackie Wilson did not intentionally mess with the sound system. Uh, however, he was like known to playfully sabotage Sam Cooke. Playfully? That's what it says. Wink, wink. Um, uh, and in the movie it says competitive, he was competitive. Yeah. <laughs> um, Two different narratives there. The director explains that the emotional flashback was a composite of several shows. Mm. Um, but something that is not, so that's from vulture.com. Okay. Fact versus fiction. Anyway, um, one thing I did like that is realistic, though, is the, the photography that Malcolm X does. His camera is mm. with him all the time. Yeah. And along with that, the, 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 real, the realism of several of the photos that were taken the underwater photo we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And then the one where in the, when they're in the bar together, there's yeah. one of all of them sitting at the bar and like the end scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a couple more, but Did I thought look- that was, that was a good attention to detail. That yeah. was a thing. That, and that was Malcolm X's character. That's what he yeah. did. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like that they finally got to party. That was yeah. <laughs> they finally got to party. I was <laughs> like, will <laughs> someone just go, go, go party. like <laughs> yeah. after, after all like intellectual, debate like it's hard to go through that and like personal like you're going through personal stuff too like Mm -hmm. it's not just an intellectual debate or theological debate or whatever you would want it like it's it's real social stuff that deals with your own personal life and that's grueling to discuss and and have those conversations and so i'm glad they finally got to just go out and let loose and party at whatever bar they were at and looked like they had fun so yeah um yeah. I don't know if I like that Malcolm <laughs> X went out with uh Case Cassius Clay. Oh, uh, uh, when but, he made his announcement. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I definitely wonder. wanted him to just be his own person, but you know, I, whatever. I keep wanting to like look these things up and be like, oh, I wonder if that did really happen kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, see that's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> I want well, to believe in that everything. article I, I just looked at the one of the bottom the bottom description says uh the separate the growing separation between Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X. Yeah. So obviously there's something else entirely mm. that the movie didn't even touch on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it kind of did, but um, not. It it seems like there was a lot of these four guys were giants in their lifetime, and they were all yeah. movers and shakers. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this movie just kind of briefly touched on all. Like we got to see just a little window into their lives for yeah this conversation. I I did like and thought it. Maybe I just didn't know mu- enough about Malcolm X, but that he was like getting kicked out of the the House of Islam. Oh, you oh, don't yeah. remember yeah. that in the movie? Mm-hmm. You do? Say again. Like, you remember that in the movie? I remember that. Yeah. Movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I said, and you were like, "Huh?" I'm like, oh. it, "I'm pretty sure it says it in the movie." Yes. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was a very interesting thing that uh, obviously come up in the discussion, and mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, but uh, I'm glad that they they put that in there and showed like the struggle that he was going through, going through that because mm-hmm. he didn't know. Uh, and it showed like 
everything that he owns is mm -hmm. like they don't have jobs like it's he, owned he doesn't by have income the yeah. Islam, yeah um and so when he leaves that he's got nothing yeah and then it show you know and that propels the whole entire cash display thing and that's what boils at the end is are you a leech are you just trying to stay above water and just try to convince everyone to join your little cause so you don't have nothing um and i don't obviously it's i don't think it is that yeah um, but that comes out and it's a very tense conversation mm -hmm. yeah and if you don't have that setup that isn't as big of a uh conversation and i and i yeah. didn't know that else I, I also didn't know that happened right um so yeah I thought that was a cool thing that they did yeah you guys got anything else you guys want to talk about i don't think so yeah okay well, we'll go ahead and hit ratings real quick and then we will get you guys out of here we've got uh <laughs> trevor what you got are we are we going somewhere <laughs> i just meant listeners oh okay. they can right uh <laughs> i give it a, i think it's a four out of five for me okay yeah i and a big part of that is, like I said, I really respect movie. The, the, I was, I was, I know I said I napped, but that's just because I was exhausted. But I was really engrossed in this conversation, especially in the hotel room for for basically the whole time. Um, and I really respect movies that are able to hold my attention with minimal set pieces like that. That all the actors did a really wonderful job. Um. So yeah, four out of five for me. Sweet. Yeah. Tristan, what you got? Um, I'm gonna do three and a half. Okay. Um, I yeah, I think the actors did phenomenal. I loved obviously learning um a lot of that stuff and and seeing that um like black and brown people's perspective um too. Um and I like listening to their conversations. The drawback for me is that I didn't like them being in the hotel the whole time. It was just too distracting for me. Like someone has got to leave soon. <laughs> it, like, yeah, it took forever for Sam Cooke and Cassius, Cassius Clay yeah. to finally leave. And the only reason yeah. Cassius leaves is because he's going to go try to get Sam yeah. to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, they just come back. <laughs> yeah. So that that's my drawback. Yeah. I have this as a three. Um, I love the acting in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, I think there are some really, really good uh, philosophical uh, debates in there um, uh, really good debates on uh, just the civil rights movement and social yeah. change and how you need to be a part of it or you know just your different people do things different ways yeah. and that's okay um, but I did get extremely bored for a while mm -hmm. uh, and I also was angry for a lot of this movie because <laughs> I did not like Malcolm X uh, mm. at all for a lot of this yeah. uh, a lot of this movie and maybe it's my preconceived history of of him but he yeah. i like i've said i think he was a dick for a lot of this movie and it just made me upset that nobody was calling him out on it until the very end and, mm -hmm. and the, once they finally were really fighting back on, on it there that's when the good discussions happen mm -hmm. not because they were all teaming up on malcolm but because malcolm was teaming up on like he was pushing other people and not yeah. getting yeah. uh any kind of pushback and i don't like that and like yeah you need a good de you need debate you need confrontation from f from your ideas if you have an idea which malcolm x has a lot he needed yeah. pushback to to refine what those mm -hmm. opinions are and mm -hmm. he didn't get that for a long time and it just was very irritating to watch yeah, yeah. um the good mad were was showing you how people treated these people yeah in the time period that was great 
Uh, yeah. not, not great that it happened, but great that it was, you know, it was, good, it was it portrayed well. It was a good, it was a good bad. They showed it well enough to make you angry. Yes. And yes. that's, yeah. that's good. I yeah. don't think I was supposed to be angry at Malcolm the whole time, or maybe I was, but <laughs> I doubt I was supposed to, and I was. And yeah. so, um, yeah, for that, that's why I have it about a three, but still, yeah. I still recommend it because it yeah. does have a lot of good stuff in it, but it is boring for a while. I got angry for a large portion of it. Um, and it did run a little long for just being conversations for a lot of it. Mm. It did feel like it dragged on there for a, like 15 minutes. It felt like it was dragging on there. And then it finally Picked started. Get, yeah. It's finally started getting to like, they were just in the room for quite a while. There yeah. was like a, a little stretch where, like I said, I just got bored and I think it wasn't moving the movie yeah. at all. But, but anyways, still really yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Three is still uh, a good movie that I yeah. am glad I watched. Yeah. Um, it's not until I get below three that it's a bad movie. So <laughs> I still, I still do like it. Yeah. Um, so we've got three, three and a half and four. So all, uh, all enjoyed it. Um, and one really, really liked it. So um, that's about it for today's episodes. Trevor will do all, pl- do our plugs real quick and then, yep, we'll be done. So you can find uh, Couch Critics on uh, Facebook at Couch Critics. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton at Easton Moore IV on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at T Landers Perk on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Same places. Uh, Instagram ninety five does the artwork for the show, and Tristan mm-hmm. Moore does our intro theme. Uh, and I feel like I'm forgetting something. Just make sure to rate and review. Uh, Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the episodes when we uh, come out with them. So when they search the movie, uh, the titles of our shows are just the movie that we're doing. So when they search that movie to to listen to a review of it, our name may pop up once we get enough reviews. So uh, that would be a big help. share the podcast with a friend. Yep. Share a podcast with a friend. If you see the post on all of those social media platforms, a share goes a really long way. Um, you'd be surprised on what two shares does for that individual episode because a friend who hasn't watched it yet is like, oh, okay, well, I'll go ahead and see what this random podcast is that's talking about the movie I kind of want to watch. And then uh, they may be a future listener every time we do a movie they're thinking about watching. So uh, we appreciate you guys. We will be back uh, next Monday for uh, an episode. We don't know exactly what, but maybe I will tweet it out when we know. Um, so you guys can prep and watch that movie beforehand. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye.